Hey, what's up NFL fans? Welcome to the 2022 NFL season and welcome to the first episode of the One Man Experiment NFL Show. My name is Stephen Clinton, used to be a quality control guy at Northwestern University and the University of Toledo, uh, went on to get a master's in predictive analytics, and I've been running an NFL projection model for the past five years that uh, relies heavily on my film study, uh, which has been fairly extensive dating back to uh, about 2014. Uh, I do a few things beyond NFL analysis, uh, which you can check out on my website, uh, One Man Experiment, but I'm uh, pretty amped up to talk about uh, Malik Willis and uh, want to dive into talking about some NFL preseason films. So, um, yeah, for for those of you who aren't total film nerds, uh, you might not know NFL Game Pass had kind of a shaky final year in 2021 on the coaches film front, but uh, really exciting uh, start to 2022 because with this whole NFL Plus uh, and NFL Plus Premium that uh, the league is advertising so heavily, uh, they are doing uh, coaches film of the preseason, which they've never done that in the past. Uh, Pretty cool stuff because, uh, you know, it was a year that was uh, light on quarterbacks in the 2022 NFL Draft, but a lot of questions about the uh, quarterbacks from the 2021 NFL Draft class. Um, number of names from that one that I want to look get, get another look at, as well as a first look at this 2022 class. So, yeah, a lot of preseason film I'll, I'll want to dive into. Uh, you know, there, there's certainly, you know, limits to what you want to dive into in the preseason, but just in terms of, you know, getting a first look at these uh, these young quarterbacks. Um Definitely something I want to do, um, even if the veterans were playing. I don't know what you'd get out of that. But anyway, um, to kick off my first uh, look quarterback series, I'm going to focus on Malik Willis. Um, you know, not able to uh, put the actual tape into the video when I'm uh, referencing a couple of specific plays. But if you do want to follow along, you can get yourself a, a subscription to NFL Plus Premium over um, at NFL.com. And then you have to navigate to the score section to access the coaches film. You know, go to the specific game and you'll be able to find it there. If you go to the NFL Plus um, launch pad, you won't be able to get to the coaches film. It's kind of weird, but just in case you're looking for it. If not, I'm only get, uh, on the uh, specific plays that I reference. I'll try to paint the picture. Uh, well enough that you don't need to watch the film uh, to, to know what I'm looking at here. So in terms of what I saw from Malik Willis in this first start, he played uh, the, the first half of this game against the Baltimore Ravens, and then he played uh, a little bit on a drive in the second half, had a scramble, and then came out of the game after that, gave way to Logan Woodside, uh, my guy from Toledo, uh, who continues to, man, he's been playing in the league for a, for a minute now as the backup down there in Tennessee, so we'll see if Logan's uh, kept around as the third quarterback there. But anyway, uh, getting back to Malik, I think that you saw both why he was a third-round pick and why people are tremendously excited about him despite that, right? Which is kind of an odd dichotomy, of course, usually if there's a rookie quarterback that shows, uh, you know, this much promise physically, he's, you know, drafted much higher. That was not the case with Malik Willis. And, um, you know, I think that it was a little bit difficult to, uh, to you know, find a place to, to really get you excited in, in the first uh quarter of this game, um, just to, to tell you how I watch film these days because of the way Game Pass is set up, they don't have the uh, individual plays spliced together with the sideline and the end zone, which is typically how you would watch film. So I watch the first half from the sideline view, and then I go back and watch it from the end zone view again, um, just flip it over because it's just so inefficient to be uh, clicking back and forth. It was kind of funny because I went back to watch the end zone view, really excited about what I'd seen kind of late from Willis, and then started watching the beginning again. It, so, God, yeah, this didn't start out so hot. But anyway, you know, it's his first NFL action. He looked, you know, a little skittish on, uh, you know, the first throw he made, just made the ball too hard to catch on a little flat route, uh, almost threw a, you know, what could have been a pick six to, to end that first drive to a guy who was just clearly covered. His receiver fell down, but, you know, the guy's not open either way. Um, and there were just a number of things there where he, he just doesn't look comfortable out there, right? But um, once you see him start to get going, I, I think that you'd have to go, you know, a, a couple uh, – 
drives down and, and they um, get get going with a slip screen on a drive and then uh, are able to drive down and get the touchdown at the end there. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to say Malik did a ton on that first touchdown drive. He did, um, you know, of course, hit the slip screen. Um, and then he uh, also hit uh, Hassan Haskins out of the backfield on a pass where Haskins gets a nice little stiff arm on Malik Harrison. They get the ball down inside the 10. So, you know, shows up well on the stat sheet for Malik Willis there. Um, but that drive was really more about uh, Hassan Haskins. And I'm sorry, I got to get the uh, the first name on this chestnut guy, Julius Chestnut. So two rookies for the Titans, by the way, who I thought, you know, both looked pretty sharp in their first action there. I, you know, I thought Chestnut showed off some, you know, decent contact balance and quickness. And, you know, Haskins moved around pretty well. And uh, as I say, had that good... Uh, stiff arm on Malik Harrison, and uh, then Malik Willis, you know, shows off some ridiculous athleticism to end that drive, starts rolling to the right, is able to cut back around, makes, you know, first-round draft pick from the Ravens. Kyle Hamilton look, look a little bit foolish losing contain there. Um, you know, Willis goes right around him, and then at the end of his run, he shows off some, you know, really strong instincts as a football runner, just being able to juke inside Malik Harrison to get that touchdown run, uh, if, you're, if you saw uh, how Willis was able to score in that game. And from there, I thought you saw a few things that really built confidence. And you just saw that really the physical tools that Malik Willis is going to uh, bring to the table. First down in the next drive is where he hits the deep play action pass uh, to uh, Racy McMath, second year player who's, you know, height, weight, speed freak, uh, hits him on a deep corner out there. You know, that's a route that it's not something that shows like advanced processing or anything like that because, you know, Malik is under center. He's turning his back. He's hitting the top of his drop. And as soon as he comes out, he can see that race is going to win on the, the route. So he knows where he's going with the ball. But at the same time, you see just easy arm strength on that. He's easy able to reach a deep part of the field with, you know, no effort whatsoever. So, you know, you're not looking for, you know, a perfect product here being as he was a third round pick. So I'm just kind of looking for those, you know, flashes of who, who is this guy physically? What's he going to be able to do? Um, my favorite play on this drive, though, actually was a... Uh, two snaps later on a second and four and you know it might seem like an innocuous play but they run this a uh, little naked weak concept out to the tight end and um Malik Willis is under pressure he has to turn around he has to contort himself I'm going to throw up a screenshot of the, the body position that he's kind of throwing from here and, yeah this is one of those things where you know that you know just based on his draft file profile that this is guy is you know he runs fast and he throws the ball well but you know there's different degrees of being an athlete there's different types of athleticism and I think that the body contortion that Malik Willis showed on that naked week on that second and four to be able to get um contort himself get around the the rusher in his face and throw that sidearm ball out I, I was just really impressed at how easily he did that it's just you know one of these signs that again I'm expecting a really good athlete but you're just kind of figuring out who he is and he, he seems like he's a really fluid athlete in that regard um a little, a little further on in the game he um hits on, uh, I guess his second to last drive, the, the last drive before the half, the first down, he's out of empty. This is probably my, my favorite throw from him just because, again, you know, that, that deep ball to Racy McMath is such a, you know, come out of it and lock on. And, you know, th this one out of empty, he, he hits on, um, and let me get the name again, some of these guys. So Mason Kinsey, yes, uh, the second-year player Mason Kinsey, I know disrespect to him, but hits him on, on kind of a seam-out route. And, you know, on the end zone cut, you are able to see that Malik is pretty well locked in on that route um, early in the down. But, you know, at the same time, he, he holds it long enough for the guy to really run open, which there's, you know, I guess good things and bad things to that. The, the good thing was that because he held the ball, he ends up having to throw it with a defensive lineman in his face, and he does that very well. Now, obviously, you don't want to hold the ball to intentionally throw the ball with a defensive lineman getting pressure in your face, but 
given the circumstances that he ended up throwing the ball with the lineman in his face. I was just impressed with his placement on that, everything like that, even though he's throwing, you know, not in perfect conditions in the pocket, um, albeit that is partly of his own making, but he's a young player and we're, we're looking for development there. So, you know, if I'm a Tennessee Titans fan, obviously I, I'm not hoping that this guy is, is going to get on the field early this year. Um, he made a lot of mistakes in this game and he's got a lot of development to do. Um, I, Oh, you know, the last thing I should note is, you know, the, the best example maybe of, of how much development he does have is on a first down um, in the first half where they ended up getting the um, ineligible uh, lineman downfield on uh, the rookie lineman out of Ohio State. But, you know, uh, you see Malik Willis, you know, go play action and look at, you know, just a bang post and the guy is completely wide open. I'm throwing up a screenshot of this as well. You know, this ball just absolutely needs to be thrown and it's not the end of the world that it wasn't thrown. It's just something that he's going to have to adapt to. It's something he's going to have to do better at some point if he's going to succeed in the NFL because you can't just leave open fields like the one I've thrown up here uh, on the field and expect to be successful. But, you know, if I'm a Titans fan, you know, I, I would hope that you didn't come into this game thinking that this guy's going to be, you know, have it all put together being as how he went dropped to the third round. But at the same time, when you see the physical tools and, and how easy this all looked for him, um, and, and, you know, the other thing I would throw out there is I thought that his accuracy was fine when he was, you know, throwing the ball in rhythm or, you know, had his feet set, everything like that. So, you know, we've seen other guys that are kind of height, weight, speed quarterback prospects who really don't have very good ball placement when they are throwing it even from a clean pocket early on. And some of those guys have gone much higher in the draft, you know, like I think Blake Bortles or even Josh Allen's early ball placement before Allen made just the incredible strides that he's made to become the passer he is now. Um, I, I didn't see that from Willis. I saw him, you know, place the ball really well several different times. So uh, overall, I was really intrigued by him. I'm, I'm really excited to see where he goes from here. Um, you know, I as I say, there's a, there's a lot of work to get him to the point where he's running an NFL offense. But at the same time, when I'm doing my first look at any young quarterback, whether that's a third-round pick or a first-round pick, one of the questions I'm asking myself is, okay, what what would this look like if this guy ends up being the best possible version of himself? And, you know, hopefully that's exciting, right? Because he does, you know, a few different things throughout the game where, okay, if he can, you know, pull more of that out, this could be a really exciting player. Now, if I'm evaluating a quarterback and I don't feel that way, you know, Zach Wilson is a guy you'll hear me get on you know, on this show here. Uh, that, that's kind of a problem, but you know, with Malik Willis, it's pretty clear that the best version of this guy would be, uh, you know, could be a special player in the NFL. So if I'm a Titans fan, uh, I'm looking at this as a, you know, situation where hey, we might need to redshirt this guy for the whole year. It's probably better if he's only in controlled situations for the first year, just because you want to build good habits. And if he gets thrown out into a game on an NFL field, I think that you, you know you're naturally going to be trying to win the game, and you're going to revert to a lot of the things that made you a third round draft pick, right? Both the good and the bad of that in terms of scrambling, making things happen with your legs, and just not playing the game with with the sort of, uh, you know, mental discipline as a passer that you're going to need to succeed at this level. Uh, so probably needs a redshirt year just in terms of building those habits out. But, you know, I'm going to be, you know, extremely excited every time Malik Willis takes the field for a long time here just because, uh, you know, the, the upside is so obvious. So, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes, but it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So I'm going to uh, be diving into Trey Lance's tape next. So I'm going to get to that. But, uh, yeah, um, until the next uh episode of this. Uh, thanks for tuning in and hope you're all uh, enjoying the NFL preseason as much as I am.